Hey, welcome to the C3 Church Victory Podcast. We pray this message will inspire you and activate your faith. Thanks for joining us. I want to take a moment just to encourage you right now when it comes to our tithes and our offerings. I know so many of you are faithful in your giving. It comes out of your bank account or, or, or however it is that you do that, but you are faithful week in and week out. And I would love to pray for you and pray that God would continue to bless you, that he would open up doors of opportunity in your life. So why don't you just close your eyes and pray with me right now. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the faithfulness of our people. Lord, I want to thank you that you promise that you are our provider. Lord, that as we bring our finances in under your authority, in under your hand, Lord, that you would bless it, that you would multiply it, Lord. And so I want to pray for everyone today. Uh, that has given now or through the week. I want to pray a blessing. I want to pray a peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now we want to transition into testimony time. We want to hear about what God has been doing in the lives of people in our church. We don't often get the opportunity to share about some of the amazing individual breakthroughs, answers to prayer that we get to hear about maybe in the office or as a part of the pastoral team. But this morning, we've got a few of these key stories that we want to communicate to you. Now, here's the thing with testimonies. They are powerful Absolutely. They are faith building. Absolutely. They are encouraging. They remind us of what God does in other people's lives. But every testimony, even in scripture, every miracle that Jesus does is an invitation to know him. Our goal in in this life is to know him. Paul says in in, in scripture, I want to know God. And and, and I guess as we hear these stories, I I want to remind you, it's not about what God will do for you but that tells us who he is. And every testimony we hear is an invitation into a deeper understanding and knowledge of our amazing heavenly father, our savior, Jesus. So get ready. I'm going to hand over. You'll love these stories. Hey, so stoked to be joined today by Simon and Zach Ashley. We're going to be interviewing them today. They've had some powerful stuff going on in their world. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Zach, we're going to start with you. So, Tell me about your experience with the Holy Spirit. Um, well, I was at church mm-hmm. and I was listening to mum in the, where they start and they like say what they're doing. And then they, were, they all just started speaking in tongues and I wanted to have a go at it. Yeah, okay. And then I tried it and it didn't work. And then I kept on going with Josh um, during the church service mm-hmm. and then I did it with him, but I was too nervous to tell mum. So then I was practicing at night, hoping that she'd just come in and hear me. And then she did. Yeah, like what, so how, what did you feel when you started speaking in tongues? Like what happened? Really, really happy. Okay. Um, proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you feel like you experienced God? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a power, yeah. You felt like power was yeah. like coming upon you or hitting you in some way? Yeah, sort yeah. of, yeah. Can you describe it? Like, what did it feel like? There was just a big surge of happiness that went through me. Wow. So, Zach, how did that impact your own relationship with God, right? Like, um, Well, now every night, I do, um, whenever I do demotions, um, after I do it, I pray to him and thank him for the day. Mm. And then... I speak in tongues and practice that every night. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you feel his presence every time? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I don't want to put words in your mouth, mate, but do you feel like you get a sense of God's love for you? Yeah. As well? Yeah. It made, it made me go to ch like want to go to church more. Wow. So, yeah, that felt really good. That's so awesome, mate. Simon, how, how does that impact you as, as a father? Oh, look, it's been, it's been very cool to, to see. Um, mm. And, um, you know, you want your kids to experience God. And I suppose that's probably the thing is, you know, you can teach them all the Bible stories and you can mm. pray with them. But for them to actually experience God for themselves um, is very, very special. And to, right. to see Zachy experiencing that and enjoying God is mm. um, something that, you, you know, yeah. is very, very special for us. So, yeah, True. we've been really... Uh, Wonderful to see how God's just moving on his life. It's great. That's yep. cool. Zach, do you feel like you can hear God's voice sometimes? Um, yeah, actually that night when I went devotions with mum, I was going to lie to him because I get money for, for reading books. And he said that he'd double the amount of money that I got <laughs> right. if I read this book. And then I didn't read it. And then I, tr and then I was going to lie to him about it, that I read it. And then I was doing devotions with mum and then she said, and then it said in there to, if you lie, you have to lie again and lie again and lie again. Mm. So if I lied to him about um, the book, then I had to lie to, a bit to him about what it was about. And then, yeah. Wow. So God's been showing you new stuff and teaching you things. Yeah, definitely. As well. Yeah, That's definitely. so good, mate. So good. Well done on, on being open to what God wants to do in your life. That's so good, bud. Keep going. Yeah. You're doing good. Yeah. Simon, yeah. you have had some healing lately. I have. And that's awesome. Mm. Can you tell us about that? What happened? Yeah. So we were at church about six weeks ago, I reckon it was, and maybe a bit longer. And uh, it was actually you, Darren, up the front. <laughs> and uh, you, just, you just basically, um, you know, we're having a great time after the service. And, and you said, I really sense that there's some people who want some healing. Um, and then you were very specific and said, I really feel there's a few people who have um, a neck issue. Mm -hmm. um, I really feel God wants to heal you. Yep. And I just really, you know, I'm very much, oh yeah, I'll just can carry on, you know, I'll deal with these things. And I've been dealing with it for a while now, but yep. I just really, when, when, when you said that, I just sensed God say, you know what, it's time for you to get that neck sorted. Wow. So, wow. so I said, okay. And so I, uh, I responded to, to your call and and yep. then you prayed um, I and uh, I felt an instant change. So okay. just a backstory. Mm. Um, I've had a couple of accidents when I was younger. Mm. Uh, I had a car accident where a guy ran into the back of our, my car. He was going about 90 uh, and really just um, it was it really impacted my neck from that on. Mm. Um, and then I went uh, uh, go-karting about two and a half years ago right. with uh, him actually. <laughs> and uh, I, my neck was just flared up terribly. I've got a disc problem, which is pinching on the nerve. Um, and pretty much since then, I've had constant pain, um, really restricted movement. As an osteopath, I know, you know, all the things that are going on, all the signs. Um, and I'd never really ever got over it. Um, and mm. so, yeah, you prayed and I instantly felt my neck could actually, it was free. Um, there wasn't um, any pain. And I thought, okay, well, I've had periods where it's not painful, but it was still restricted. It was right. still there. Right. Um, but I thought, I'll test this out. And so it's been eight weeks now and I've had no pain, no problems, no pain down my arms, no anything at all. Um, and wow. to be honest, two and a half years of having constant, it wasn't bad all the time, sure. but it was certainly always there. To have absolutely nothing is, is quite remarkable. And it's, yeah, it's quite wonderful. Wow. So range of motion is obviously very big. 
Yeah. Um, so how, how is it going with your, with your yeah, neck Yeah, so I've now? got full range now. Um, before oh. I didn't have, um, I would I'd probably have 45 degrees and that was probably the biggest limiting thing yep. is that I could only move a certain amount and I could only do certain movements because mm. doing a movement, in, particularly going back, would cause a lot of pain and yep. flare it all up. Right. Uh, but all movements at the moment are completely normal and no restrictions and no pain. So now you can go cycling again. Oh, and that's it. Yeah, so I hadn't been able to go bike riding right. because right. that was causing problems because the helmet on, on my head when I was bike riding mm. in that uh, position was actually flaring up my, my neck. Um, but yes, oh, it's so nice to be back on my bike and that's riding so again. Good. So And I've had no Freedom. problems. So it's wonderful. So God how is good. Has, how has that impacted your relationship with God? Like... Has it had a direct impact on how you relate to God? or? Yeah, it's funny because I've, I've seen um, and been a part of quite a few healings and things, but mm. um, no, nothing as uh, for me like that, like where God has actually healed my body, bang, and, and, it's, and it's fixed. So mm. it, was actually, um, it was actually quite um, powerful for me to experience that and know that, you know what, you know, God has worked through me in different things over time in my life, but to actually have God come on like that and just go, you know what, I'm just going to heal that neck. Um, I think that it was, it was something that I'll always remember. And it's mm. sort of like an anchor that, you know what, God cares for me too. Um, not that I didn't think that, but, right. you know, there's just something about that. You know, you often will seek things and ask God for certain things, but yeah. it's, uh, it, was, it was really significant that he, that he just stepped in and just said, you know what, I'm going to heal that for you. Wow. So. It becomes really personal, doesn't it? Oh, very much so, yeah. yeah. So, and it's something awesome. I can look back on and remember and go, right. thank you, God. Um, if God know, can I do that. I appreciate that. that. Right. So, yeah, right. and I suppose it has given me an increased level of faith to believe for others to get healed too. Mm. Uh, and I mm. think that, that, you know, when you see it in yourself and uh, there's something about that that just resonates in your soul. So, so good. So, Zach, some kids might be watching this today as well. And uh, what would you say to them about your experience with God? Always keep trying. Don't give up. Mm. God is real. He, he will give it to you. Just don't give up. Keep practicing and keep believing. That's awesome. Mm. Simon, any last words you want to say to the camera? Um, yeah, look, um, I suppose I work in the medical world. Mm. And so um, if you're you know, suffering, God is a healing God. And, you know, we see Jesus, you know, all were healed that came to him. All were healed that came to the, to the foot of the cross. Um, and um, or came to Jesus. And so yeah. um, I would just say that, you know, seek him, yeah. seek him, believe um, and, you know, keep praying because he wants to heal us. And, um, and it's not OK that all these things, you know, we're in a fallen world and, mm. and, and back pain and all the other things that we have, sicknesses, illnesses, they're not of him. So believe um, and pray. And, and I know that, that God is a loving God and, and he will do incredible things in and through each of us um, as we continue to follow him. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today, guys. So good. And um, if you are watching this and you need healing, God's a healer and uh, he's good. So um, thanks for joining us, guys. Well, welcome, Je Julie, Jeff. Thank you, Pastor Rach. <laughs> Thank you for coming tonight. I was saying earlier that I, I love your stories. Your stories have been so inspiring to me in my own faith personally. And it's, it's really an honour to hear you share your stories tonight. So thank you for being here. Well, Julie, pleasure. we're going to start with you mm -hmm. tonight. So can you tell us about the, your journey of praying and believing for Jeff's salvation over the last how many years? 31 years. It's a long time. It's a long time. You have patience. Well, in the beginning, I probably didn't have patience because <laughs> I probably prayed all the wrong things. <laughs> 
I even prayed for God um, when we were going through a bit of a hard time yeah. with my faith and Jeff not having faith. Mm. Um, I actually asked God that he would take him from me wow. to make my life easier. Wow. And then I was hosing the garden one morning and God go, God showed me a snippet of what my life would actually be like without him. Yeah. And, and I was just like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Wow. And he said, you never pray that prayer again. And okay. I said, I promise I won't. Okay. So I started then praying, like really praying for the love that I have for my husband. Yeah. So how many years, it was 31 years that you prayed and believed yeah. for Jeff's salvation. So what was that journey like for you? Hard. Yeah. But also like rewarding as well mm -hmm. because God was showing me stepping back. Yeah, okay. And not sort of nagging because, you know, sometimes... Men love nag. it when their wives nag, don't they? Yeah. Oh, he just did. <laughs> Beg your pardon. <laughs> but when we hear, when we hear from God what to do... Yeah. People would say to me, oh, like, you need to leave him. This is not right. And I'm like, not a chance. Yeah. You know, like, God ordained us yeah. as husband and wife. Yeah. Like, I'm not giving up. So how did you sustain yourself through those many years of coming to church on your own, raising children, you know, trying to raise them in the ways of the Lord without Jeff by your side necessarily, obviously physically, yes, emotionally but not having that same spiritual mm. connection tell us about that word of god yeah prayer yeah quiet time seeking him first yeah. above all else and always listening to what the next step was yeah always incredible so tell me about how you felt then when when jeff did come to the lord oh. how was that for you and how was that for your marriage and your family it was pretty incredible. Um, for me, I, I, I think it took me a little while to really sink in that I just led my husband to the Lord. Yeah. Because, like, wives don't normally lead their husbands to the Lord. <laughs> You're a special one, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> and, like, it was just incredible. And in my head I'm going, oh, God, I hope I'm doing this right. Yeah. And he just said, just relax. But it was beautiful. And I just said to Jeff... You can't do this life on your own. Mm. And he said, I know, I need to change. Yeah, wow. That's and, amazing. And then I just led him to Jesus. So we're going to hear from Jeff a little bit later on, your version of the story. But I wanted to hear, side note, you've suffered with allergies for, for many oh, years. So tell us about years that. Years and years and years. Okay. So, so bad, <coughs> like I've been down naturopaths. Yep. Um, cutting out just about every type of food. Um, I would come up in little boils. Okay. And they were never itchy yeah. boils, just really, really sore. Yeah. Um, and all, like on my legs, on my stomach, on my breast, on my arms. Yeah. Um, and then maybe five weeks ago now. Mm. Well, how, how, long, how long was all of that happening for? Um... When I turned 30. Yeah, wow. Okay, so quite a, quite a yeah. while. So 17 years. Okay. No, hang on. <laughs> oh, no. That would have... 27 years. Wow. 27 years. Okay. And then about five weeks ago, some, a prayer, someone was like doing healing. Yep, yep. And Holy Spirit said, you've had these long enough. Get prayer. Yep. It's time they went. So what happened? Well, I obeyed. 
<laughs> it's always a good thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> and um, you actually prayed for me. I did. Yes, you did. Yeah. But it took me two weeks yeah. to go, because like having these for so long. Yeah. And then Holy Spirit said to me, what are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, oh, okay, all right, again, sometimes I can obey quickly. And then I've, I have been eating um, like, like so much food, but like I've put on weight because <laughs> I've been eating like this delicious food that I haven't been able to eat for so long. Yeah. And then God gave me the scripture in Corinthians. Everything is permissible, yep. but not everything is beneficial. Okay. Everything is permissible, but is it like edifying? Yeah, right. So I'm like, yes, well, you know, I've been putting on weight from this food. But I haven't had any of the... So totally healed? Totally healed. Wow. I would eat something and I would go to sleep. Yeah. Just, it would, the energy would just suck out of me. I'd go to sleep. Yeah. Um, I, oh, shocking. Yep. And totally healed now. Totally healed. Incredible. Been after 27 years. After 27 years. Gosh, you, God really likes to test your patience, doesn't he? Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't listen enough in the first place <laughs> and it takes me that long. Look, I think your testimony of doing the years of a journey and seeing the faithfulness of God at the end of that is just incredible. And I hope it encourages our church family to to do the distance and to do the yeah. journey and not to give up. Don't ever give up. It's beautiful. Is there anything that you would want to say to our church family? Um, I would like to say, don't ever give up. Keep praying. Don't ever stop praying. Don't ever stop believing for what God wants for you. Awesome. That's great. All right, Jeff, are you ready? Okay. Tell us about your salvation story. It's quite remarkable. Well, I think it was the 16th of March where Julie and I were walking down the park and uh, we sat down because I had some issues on my mind and she knew. She knew I did. Anyway, uh, so she, she said, do you want to give your life to Jesus? Mm. I went, I don't know. I was, I knew I did, but I said, I don't know. Mm. But it was the next day we were walking again, same place we stopped. And I said, yes, I want to give my life to Jesus. Wow. And I said, I had a dream. Mm. And, uh, you know, when people used to tell me these things before, I used to go, yeah, right. Yeah. But it's so true. Yeah. I had a dream and I, I, it was such a, a powerful dream where, uh, I was I was on a path and the path was just littered with rubbish and yeah. leaves and debris and and I couldn't see where I was where I was going. Mm. Anyway, someone sorry. Good. Someone grabbed my hand and said, I've got you. Yeah. And I said, but I can't see. I can't see my way. Anyway, the path cleared. All the rubbish just pushed aside. And um, that happened. And then I had a pack of cigarettes in my pocket. I don't know why, because yeah. I'd given up smoking many years ago. Yeah, right. And he said, you don't need these either. And they took them out of my pocket and then done whatever. And I 
just look at that and, and, and just, I couldn't believe it. And, and I do believe that he released me from my vices when he took the cigarettes mm. out. I, I could see that. That's mm. where that was going. But um, like I say, I hear these people, I used to hear these stories all the time from yeah. people. And I think, yeah, right. And it was so true. Yeah. It was so remarkable. Mm. I felt so great about it. Yeah. But anyway, so. That's incredible. <laughs> It's so real. It was you. real. Yeah. It was real. Yeah. And I've been resisting this for many, many years. Yeah. And when it hit me, it hit me. So what do you think, what was the turning point for you? What made you come to the decision? I just didn't like my life. Mm. I didn't like who I was. Um, probably a lot of other people don't, didn't like who I was. But I thought my life needs changing. It mm. just needs to be better, mm. and I don't mean a personal like bet, sorry, better thing. I mean it's just got to be better, mm. and and by that I mean coming to Jesus and yeah. and and living the life of Jesus. Yeah, and that's that's what I mean by that. Amazing, and you've had such a beautiful example in Julie for the last how many how many years have you married? Forty. We've been married thirty five. Right. We've been together for thirty nine. Yeah. So you've had a great example in Julie all these years. Oh, yes. Mm. yes. Amazing. Not so much. <laughs> so just quickly, Jeff, tell us about how your life has changed now that you've accepted Jesus. What is, what's different? Just how I see things. Mm. I go to church and, and I, yeah, on Sundays and um, I used to look at it and go, yeah, right, money, changing hands all the time. And that's just, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's just I go to church and all I see is love wow. and respect for other people. And they, they not just love uh, each other, they love Jesus. They love yeah. each other and, they're, and they're, it's just a great place to be. Mm. And I just love like it. it. Yeah. Well, I would love to say that we love having you part of the family. Could be part of the family. Yeah. And you've just slotted straight in, haven't you? I, I have. Mean. Well, actually, I knew all the people before because Julie knew them. And, yeah, of and, they, and she was going to church all the time. Yeah. And, and yeah, so. It's but beautiful. I sort of stood my ground before. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, Jeff, is there anything that you would like to, you know, final words for our church family that you'd love for them to hear? Yeah, I, Julie virtually said it earlier, but don't give up on yourself. Jesus is waiting for you. Mm. And it's up to you to open your heart and let him in. Yeah. But, you know, like I I was um, resisting for so many years and I wished I would have gave my life earlier. Yeah. So, but yeah, don't give up on yourself. Yeah. Just go for it. Still got many years ahead of you yet. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Our pleasure. So, Pastor Darren. You know my journey almost better than anyone, so can you tell me about me, or are we in the wrong chair? Yeah, hang on a minute. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, Nick. Okay. Nick. <laughs> tell us about tell us about the time where you came to faith in Christ and what the journey was to that moment. I think everything happens in God's time, and I've learnt that in my journey. Right, um, our journey started when my wife was looking for a, um, a Christian celebrant for our wedding. Yeah. And you popped up. We had coffee. And I was like, he's our man. I really like this guy. He's really cool. Now, my wife comes from a Christian background, but, but I don't. So 
Um, I was like, yeah, no, I really want some kind of message in our ceremony. What that was, I don't know. Um, and you created that and it really ignited a fire in me to go, well, this is cool. I think I want to explore this a little bit more. Wow. And, and leading up to our wedding, it was like, okay, well, how do I explore that a little bit more? We come to church and we watch you preach. And I grew more and more in love with what you were doing. What wow. you were doing, though, was spreading the word of Jesus. So that was kind of my first initiation into Jesus and, and what the Lord does and the Lord's love for us right. as humans. Yeah. Um, so you started that journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, he put, God put me in your path for that reason. And that continues on, I guess, too, as yeah. we traveled through your book um, and we got to sit down with you in a young marriage course and, mm. and go through this journey together, which then yeah. transitioned into our table spaces that we have, which is right. the young marriage table space, which yep. is so cool and so awesome. You know, these people that have gone through a, a marriage journey, through your book and your teachings to then into the teachings of Christ and, and, and the real book. I mean, not discounting yeah. your book. It's great, by the of way. Course. And you can get the audio book. But <laughs> his word is so amazing. And, and, and to be able to transition us as a, as a collective group into mm. your lounge room and in that really comfortable space for me to grow and to learn so much. You know, I'm 37. This is a really new journey for me, wow. like super new. It's been going on for like a couple of years now and um, it's really ignited something inside me to just want to seek out more and we're doing another table space on Monday nights where yeah. it's, you know, full on Bible study and yeah. I'm, I'm learning the word Right. and uh, it's, it's awesome. I come home to my wife and I come fully energized going, hey, I learned this tonight. It's, wow. it's really cool. So yeah. um, that journey's been really significant and, and I think you saw well, you were part of a magical moment in your lounge room. And I'm sure there's been many over the years, um, but it was, uh, yeah, Wednesday night when I had hands on me and, and everyone was praying for me and it really yeah. just opened me up to go, wow, there's, there's a whole new life here that I haven't explored. Wow. You know, I've been doing this other one for 35, 36 years, but then there's this whole new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember sitting with you and, and going, I've heard these amazing people in your lounge room have these amazing stories about hearing from Christ and hearing his word and having feeling and stuff. And I was like, I, Darren, I don't think I've felt that. You know, um, maybe I'm not opening the door enough. And, yeah. and yeah, super guilty of that. And I think a lot of people are super guilty right. of not actually, hey, to have a conversation, you've got to start or you may need to start that conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And my wife and I going on a, a pregnancy journey and we were driving in the car and I was reciting that to you guys going, hey, we were, we were driving into Newcastle about to do our IVF stuff and we prayed together. And as I was telling the group of people in that room about that story, I got the weirdest feeling. I'm getting it now. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm actually getting the same feeling. <laughs> I got these goosebumps over me. Right, come on. And I don't know, don't get too close to that camera, but it's happening. It's like this weird feeling right now, right? And I know Caleb Prigg was sitting next to me. He's like, dude, I can feel the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, wow, is, um, um, that's the feeling I'm getting spoken to. And right. you're like, dude, it's happening. Like, yes. This is the moment where yes. you're, you're being touched by God. Right. And I, right. I never forget that. I never forget that feeling. That feeling yeah. is incredible. Right. It's, 
yeah, and I guess I yearn a fair bit for that feeling now, but mm. you, have to, you have to start the conversation to try and open right. up that flow, right? That's good. That's so good. And that night, I remember, we were actually talking about how, how people experience God in different ways. It all happens according to how the Father determines how we can experience Him, but it's all a little bit different for each person. Um, and it was around the group, wasn't it? Absolutely. And as we, as we kept talking about it, you were like, hang on a minute, what's going on? What's going on? It's, it's happening again! It's happening again. <laughs> but people, then, you know, you've got people talking in tongues, and I know we heard a bit about that earlier yep. today. It's like, I haven't had that experience yet, but, right. you know, it's something that you pray it's for just around and you the hope corner. that it happens. But yes. to have that feeling, I was like, okay. So what does that feeling say to you? Like, what do you feel like God's doing in that moment with you? It's something that Pastor Nate spoke about probably about a month or two ago. Okay. Um, and I really selfishly was sitting in church and Pastor Nate was telling a story about, you know, having this party lifestyle when he was younger and, mm. and not, not as invested in the church and having that decision and that fork in the yeah, road okay. of being right. able to go here or there. And that whole service, I felt like God was talking directly to me. So sorry oh. if you were there. Um, it was just one of those moments where I was like, hang on a minute. This, yeah. is, hap this is being spoken to wow. straight to me. Mm. And, I, and I said to my wife after the service, when you know, there was a call for prayer, and I thought, I feel like I need to go down the front. And you didn't. And I didn't. <laughs> but I felt like I needed to go down the front and sort of say, I got you. Thank you for that. That was really cool what you were talking through Nate to me about. And yeah. it, hey, I got you. Like, I heard it. I know there's a fork and maybe this fork's not the right way and I need to go that way. Wow, wow. And I think what I felt that night in your lounge room is just that reassurance of, hey, dude, you've, you've, mm. you've chosen the right Come on. path. Like right. you're heading the right way. Yes. I got you. Right. That's and awesome. if ever you get that temptation that comes across, and it comes across all of us, right? Yeah, yeah. That temptation that can drift, it's like, hang on a minute. No, no, no. I got you. you mm. You're with me. I've got your back. We're going on this journey. That's the yeah. right way to go. So, wow. It's been Nick, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what would you say to the church right now as an encouragement? I've been on this journey for what, 18 months? Yeah. Um, I'm really new to this journey, but I guess. For Christians that have been doing this for a while now, there's, you know, you might be doing the same thing over and over again. Mm. I guess it's a really good opportunity to see what's happened in me over the last couple of years yeah, to try and reignite that spark, I guess. Right. Um, do something a little different, mm. um, you know, maybe change journals. I know someone else has changed journals and uh, you get a whole page to a day now, right? <laughs> <laughs> do something different just mix it up mix it up um and uh and yeah i really hope that you can kind of get that spark back if you've lost it that's the, um or that's find awesome. that spark that you maybe you've never had that yep. spark that i've kind of found now that i'm like wow. yeah this is this is awesome and would you say nick um, we're just wrapping up now but would you say that that is a driving force in your whole life now this spark, this passion, this hunger for God. It's kind of funny because in the past I had this hunger and this spark, but it was probably directed in the wrong direction okay. and maybe fueled a bit by anger and stress that was going on in my life. Whoa. I've fully changed seasons at the same time this has happened and I've kind of found so much peace 
and calmness right. in that spark and that reassurance that, hey, I gotcha. <laughs> wow, that's so good. Hey, um, I'm actually gonna pray for, for some people today. Um, maybe you're watching this and you're like, I feel like my, my passion, my spark has gone a bit cold. Maybe you're, you're, you're watching Nick uh, get all kind of fired up over here and, and you're like, wow, I kind of wish I was like that about Jesus again. Uh, I wish I was hungry for God. I wish I was hungry for his presence and hungry for his word, hungry to know more, to grow more. And so um, we're just going to take a moment. I'm just gonna, we're just going to pray for you right now. So Holy Spirit, I just pray for everyone watching this, for anyone who's, um, whose love for you has gone stale or cold, uh, I want to pray that Holy Spirit, you would come upon them right now. Just as you came upon Nick and all those other guys in, in my living room, God, I want to pray that you just come upon them, that there would be such an amazing, like overwhelming sense of your love and your glory and your power and your strength, God. I want to pray that you would re reignite fires today in Jesus' name. You would reignite our fire, that we would be on, on fire for Jesus, on fire for you, not the same. And anything that's, uh, that our focus is on that is not, that is taking the place of you, God, would you give us courage and guidance, guidance and wisdom to shift it off from that and onto you. And uh, I just want to pray for lukewarm hearts to be set on fire in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That's awesome. Thanks, Nick. Cheers. That's so good. It's awesome to hear how God has been working in the lives of people within our church. And I really hope you're encouraged. I hope that as you are praying and believing for things in your own world, that hearing the way that God has worked for other people, that you can be encouraged, that he is true to his character. And if he's faithful, he will continue to be faithful. If he's been good, he will continue to be good. It doesn't always look the same and it's not always the same time frame, but he is absolutely true to his character. That's why scripture says that his promises are yes and amen. Thanks for making time to hear this message today. We encourage you to connect with us by heading to c3victory.org.au 